Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. The stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. Fool Me Once, Shame on You. Fool Me Twice. Written by Bob Ramsey. 70 million Americans voted for Donald Trump. As Wade Davis noted, that's 4 million more than did so in 2016, inspired, one can only assume, by his personal and political record over the past four years. Many Canadians, myself included, are aghast at this. Can't Americans see what a fraud Trump is? What's wrong with these people? But they can't all be deplorables. When some states voted for Trump by huge majorities, Wyoming by 43 points, Oklahoma 33, Indiana 21, and other states gave Biden equally large margins, Massachusetts 36, California 32, Vermont 33, this speaks to a steeper, deeper divide everywhere in the union. At a time when, for example, middle-class Hispanics flocked to Trump despite his race-baiting insults about Hispanics, see drug dealers, criminals, rapists, and when the Republican candidate who picked up the largest share of the non-white vote in the last 60 years was Donald Trump, it's time we reassessed our own assumptions about what's really going on. One place to turn for that reassessment is Toronto-born David Brooks, who's been writing about the big political and cultural issues on the New York Times opinion pages since 2003. His column yesterday, What the Voters Are Trying to Tell Us, recasts the battle. The Republican Party had a much better election than Trump. While Trump is losing, Republicans have picked up six House seats so far. The Democrats have yet to flip a single state legislature. Meanwhile, voters told Democrats that they, too, would benefit if they played down cultural concerns of their Portlandia graduate-schooled defund the police wing. Brooks claims it's not the party's policies that are driving voters to them or away from them. It's the cultural wall each has built to keep the other half of the country out. The progressives, and here I count most Canadians I know, believe America's story is about the shift from a single race and largely single gender culture to a more diverse one. In Brooks' words, they see America as divided between those enlightened cosmopolitans, Democrats, who welcome the coming diverse post-industrial world, and those knuckle-dragging racist troglodytes, Republicans, who don't. The first problem with this narrative is that it is perpetually surprised by events. Election after election, the emerging Democratic majority fails to emerge. The second problem is that it oversimplifies the different processes going on in America. Somehow, we have to have the racial reckoning, which is essential, while we understand the other mega-narratives people feel are driving their lives. Third, it's just astonishingly smug, self-congratulatory, and off-putting. One person it put off is Isabel Wilkerson, the first black American woman to win a Pulitzer Prize in journalism. 
But that's not her claim to fame. It's a book she published this summer called Cast, The Origins of Our Discontent. Wilkerson believes what's hewing America is not race or class or even income inequality, at least not just those powerful forces alone. It's not about feelings or morality. It's because of something stronger than all of them. And until she came along, all the stronger because we didn't know it was there. But as we go about our daily lives, cast is the wordless usher in a darkened theater. Flashlight cast down in the aisles, guiding us to our assigned seats for a performance. The hierarchy of caste is not about feelings or morality. It is about power, which groups have it and which do not. We all nod to the power of ideas to change our lives. In fact, most of us seek them out, believing that there's no defense against the force of a new idea. So the next time you're nodding by the fire, I urge you to take down this book and learn just how pervasive the role of caste is in America, and especially in how Americans cast their votes. Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to RamseyInc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C dot com.